Did you know that just entering the sixth year of his career, Alvin Kamara can finish as the New Orleans Saints all-time touchdown leader with just a handful of touchdowns in 2022? We got all that and a little bit of land yet for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints. You are Locked on Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdet Nation and Houdet family? Welcome into another episode of Locked On Saints, your daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Saints, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much as always. Make a Locked On Saints your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget that we are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube as well. And I'm your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter. You can find me over on USA Today Saints Wire, Tuesdays on Locked On NFL, and here with you every single Monday through Friday on Locked On Saints. And on today's episode, we're going to jump into some training camp predictions. We are right around the corner from some New Orleans Saints football. Who are some of the UDFAs that could not only stand out, but surprise? And three camp predictions from myself, including someone whose hype is going to be absolutely massive by the end of training camp. But before we get to that, I want to give you a little bit of insight into just how absolutely incredible New Orleans Saints running back Alvin Kamara is. Alvin Kamara has been, since 2017, one of the most electrifying players in the NFL, and he's been the person that has made the New Orleans Saints offense as deadly as it has been between 2017 to 2020. Obviously, 2021 was a little bit of an exception with all of the different sort of plethora of things that the New Orleans Saints had to overcome, but Alvin Kamara has helped to absolutely reshape and redefine what the New Orleans Saints offense looks like, and he has done that with his ability to not only be a pa- uh, not only be a running back out of the backfield, but to be a pass catcher out of the backfield, but also have the versatility to line up in the slot, line up out wide, get matched up on linebackers, win matchups against safeties, and even in certain circumstances, beating corners at the catch point. Alvin Kamara does it all, every single bit of it. Think about what your favorite player does on offense, and if it is a skilled position player that doesn't block, Alvin Kamara doesn't, and Alvin Kamara can also block. So when you look at where it is that Alvin Kamara has been so remarkable. One of the things that always comes to mind is his nose for the end zone. Several double-digit touchdown seasons, even seasons that were an absolute lull for him or considered a lull for him, you saw that. And then outside of that, you look at the yardage in terms of his uh, pretty remarkable split, uh, You know, several different seasons, over 500, both rushing and receiving yards, all of that. But the thing that I think is most important about Alvin Kamara is his ability to score. And he does it all the time. He always finds the end zone and he finds it several different ways, multiple times in the run game, several times in the passing game as well. Alvin Kamara has 68 career touchdowns since joining the New Orleans Saints in 2017. That's 68 career touchdowns, both combined rushing, receiving, and actually there's also a kick return touchdown in there as well, because if you didn't think he could do it all, he can do it all. You look at that and you consider the fact that he has appeared in just 73 career regular season games. That's nearly a touchdown a game. You don't produce at that level in the NFL, but Alvin Kamara does. And what's most remarkable about those 68 touchdowns is that it's only four scores behind tying up the all-time touchdown leader in Marcus Colston, who has 72. Marcus Colston not only played 10 years in the NFL, but he played and appeared in 
double the amount of games, twice the amount of games that Alvin Kamara has appeared in so far at 146. Marcus Colson is going to be and is the best player in the NFL to never make a Pro Bowl. And he is one of the best players in Saints franchise history. And Alvin Kamara going into just his sixth year is five touchdowns away from being the all-time touchdown leader for a franchise in the NFL that has existed since 1967. That's stupid. That's absolutely dumb. (laughs) No player should be going into the sixth year of his career about to be the franchise leader in touchdowns. And if you think about it, considering the fact that Alvin Kamara has averaged nearly a touchdown a game, and you consider the amount of games that he has missed throughout his career, that record could actually already be his if he was able to appear in those games, didn't take dirty shots against the Atlanta Falcons years ago, and end up scoring at the same pace that he usually does and has throughout his career. Alvin Kamara scored, what, six touchdowns in one game? It's not unconceivable that he could tie the record (laughs) with Marcus Colston in the opening matchup against the Atlanta Falcons or whenever his first game is. Only four touchdowns away. Absolutely remarkable. That 2017 draft class was a draft class that we've looked at over the course of the past few years. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore, Alvin Kamara, Marcus Williams, Trey Hendrickson, and kind of Alex Anzalone and Al-Qadim Muhammad, just to make sure I name everybody. Um, and of course, Ryan Ramchick. The, the big thing that we've always looked at with that draft class was, oh, look at all of the second contracts that they've got. Marshawn Lattimore could play himself into a franchise record book. Ryan Ramchick could go down as one of the greatest offensive linemen to play on the New Orleans Saints before the New Orleans Saints and as a part of their franchise. He right now is the highest paid right tackle in the NFL or has been the highest paid right tackle in the NFL. Alvin Kamara is about to be the franchise's all-time touchdown leader and still has years left to his career to add to that. There is nothing, nothing that can be said about that New Orleans Saints 2017 draft class that hasn't already been said. I know that. And I know I'm like preaching to the choir here because you know how special that draft class was. But there is a legitimate argument that that is not only the greatest draft class in New Orleans Saints history, it could become one of the greatest draft classes in NFL history. It could become the greatest draft class in NFL history. If Trey Hendrickson continues to produce the way that he has produced, if Ryan Ramchek and Marshawn Lattimore and Alvin Kamara keep impacting the New Orleans Saints franchise the way that they have, if Marcus Williams goes and balls out with a team that is always touted for historical defenses with the Baltimore Ravens, This could be the greatest draft class that we've seen. And I'm not just being hyperbolic for fun and because it's the offseason, but seriously, Alvin Kamara is four touchdowns away from tying that record. And that's not the only record he'll break. He'll break every record. He's going to eventually be, in terms of scoring, he'll be eventually the uh, franchise leader in rushing touchdowns. He'll eventually be the franchise leader in all-purpose touchdowns. He'll eventually be the franchise leader in all-purpose yards. He'll be that guy. Will he ever rush for over 1,000 yards? I don't know, but he'll still get you 2,000 yards of all-purpose yardage. Alvin Kamara is special. He is the best all-purpose back in the NFL, period. No questions asked. And now you look at the impact that he's about to have on the franchise that drafted him, pretty outstanding. 
New Orleans Saints are going to hurt without him for six games if he ends up getting suspended. But boy, when he is out on the field for 11, that's going to be a big time season for Alvin Kamara and the New Orleans Saints. Coming up next, it's a big time season on the way for Alvin Kamara and the New Orleans Saints, but it's a big time training camp coming up for some premier undrafted free agent rookies. Who are the undrafted free agent rookies that could end up standing out and why Lucas Kroll, not Nick Kroll, made that mistake already, and Smoke Monday are names you need to know going into New Orleans Saints training camp. We got that coming up for you as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. And before we get to those UDFA standouts, one thing that always stands out to me is the fact that hindsight is simply 2020, right? You can't change things in the past, but you can do things to help your future self later on down the line. And if you could, maybe you would ask yourself now, for a little bit of cash later. Well, now you can do that with Dave. The Dave app is a banking app that can help you end up getting up to $500 instantly with extra cash. There's more money to fill your gas tank, to you know get yourself a meal, to help catch up on your bills, whatever it is that you need. The Dave app is here to help. There's no interest, no credit check needed, which is awesome. Uh, millions of people are actually already using the app. They've already downloaded it. And the Dave app is a way to get that easy financial relief that you need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and you need some extra help, download the Dave app today and think of it as a helping hand for future you. Download the Dave app over at the App Store right now. at D-A-V-E. Sign up for the extra cash account. You can get up to $500 instantly. For more terms and conditions, make sure you visit dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees do apply. Banking is provided by Evolve, member FDIC. Future you will thank you. All right, family, continuing on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. Appreciate you as always making us your first listen of the day every day. Hey, which NFL stars move betting lines the most? We're going to be premiering our top 50 NFL players here by the guys that really know the impact and value of your favorite NFL players, the odds makers over at Bet Online. Those are going to start to premiere July 18th. Once again, that is July 18th. You can find all of those shows over on the Locked on NFL podcast, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. And of course, we'll be discussing it as well, because I'll tell you what, there's two New Orleans Saints on that list, and I'm a little mad, a little mad about where one of them ranks. Let me let me be honest. I'm not a little mad. I'm, I'm kind of I'm actually quite mad about it, but we'll discuss all of it when the list comes out. So you'll want to catch all of that throughout the week next week over at Locked on NFL, and we'll discuss it further here on Locked on Saints as well. All right. So. Um, I asked yesterday to get some predictions from some of you that are looking forward to New Orleans Saints training camp and what some of your camp predictions might be. And one thing was very, very consistent. People love Smoke Monday. People love Lucas Kroll. And if you're looking at for undrafted free agents that could potentially stand out, make a name for themselves and get a roster spot in 2022, those two guys are two of the five that you should absolutely know. Lucas Kroll, the undrafted free agent tight end out of Pittsburgh, about six foot five, 250 pounds plus. I mean, the guy is a quintessential, just prototypical tight end. He's a perfect fit in terms of what the prototype is for the New Orleans Saints at the position. He can block. He's very, very athletic. He moves well, very fluidly. Watch out for Lucas Kroll as somebody that could potentially step into a uh, potential 53-man roster spot, depending upon Taysom Hill's availability at the beginning of the season, 
how you know uh, well the Saints look at a guy like Nick Vanette, who's on a little bit more of a veteran deal, and they want to maybe save a little bit of cash, so they go with Lucas Kroll instead. There's a lot of opportunities there, and honestly, if Adam Troutman takes a step forward, you have Lucas Kroll, and you have this bulked up Juwan Johnson that's ready to hit the field. I'm all of a sudden feeling the tight end room big time if that's what that class looks like, but it requires a little bit of of things happening, including Lucas Kroll. Uh, making it into that spot. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Carla Prelo, who mentioned um, those guys making the roster as well as some of the hometown guys that can make the roster as well. So you want to talk about another one of those undrafted free agents to keep an eye out on? Dejon Dixon, the wide receiver out of Nickel State. He's one of the hometown guys that Carla ended up shouting out there. I've talked about him a bunch, six foot three, 200 plus pounds, can do a little bit of everything. He basically says, I'm your deep threat and whoever your favorite wide receiver is, whatever they can do, I can do basically. So he has a lot of confidence, which you need at the position. He has a lot of versatility, can play inside and out, good run blocker as well, um, good special teamer. I mean, he does a lot of stuff well, and that's the type of stuff, right? That versatility is going to give you the opportunity to be able to make a roster as an undrafted free agent. And another player that ends up bringing that is... Auburn safety smoke Monday. I'm going to need to get my guy, Zach Blackerby in to talk a bit about smoke because there has just not been a player that has endeared himself to the New Orleans Saints fan base more quickly than smoke Monday did. The day that he signed his contract with the New Orleans Saints as an undrafted free agent, he was you know at a party wearing a Drew Brees jersey. He drove down the street yelling. He was in Atlanta. He drove down the street yelling at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium there in Atlanta about how y'all gonna have to see me twice a year. So not only did he do that, but he put himself on the roster in that moment, right? Saying like, I'm gonna be here. You're gonna have to see me. You're gonna have to see me twice a year. So whether it's because he ends up on the practice squad and ends up being elevated a bunch, you know, the couple of times that he can maybe even makes the roster from that, or he steals out a roster spot as a special teamer, right? Because he could be somebody that could come in and be that gunner opposite JT Gray, or maybe he does more, right? There's nothing, just because a player shouldn't uh, be expected, right? Just because you don't expect a player to absolutely win out some crazy role as an undrafted free agent doesn't mean that they can't, right? It can still happen. And so whatever it is that happens for Smoke Monday, if it's playing time on defense at some capacity as a rotational player, or if it's playing time as a special teamer, he's going to bring a ton of energy to that New Orleans Saints team. And he's going to bring a ton of energy during training camp too. And I think that's going to be a massive uh, standout opportunity for him, right? He'll be noticed from off on the, uh, from off the field. Uh, another undrafted free agent, going back over to the offensive side for you, of course, to know is Abram Smith. We talked about him a bunch here on the show. Abram Smith uh, was a guy that came in as a running back in Baylor, but was forced to play linebacker. Not forced. He was asked to play linebacker because they were just simply thin at the position. They needed help there. He played linebacker for his first two years of collegiate football. And then finally, right before graduating, finally got to play running back, went off for 257 carries over 1600 yards, 12 rushing touchdowns and said, all right, I'm out. I'm going to the draft. And so he ended up going into the draft. He went undrafted. We think, and we talked to, um, to uh, uh, Kai not too long ago about all this, but we think that he ended up falling out of that spot because of his age, right? He's a little bit older. And so that ends up impacting a little bit of maybe like where teams are willing to invest, how much development time do they have, all that. But Abram Smith has the opportunity to make the roster here going into 2022, especially if the Alvin Kamara legal situation all ends up settling before the season begins, which could mean an early suspension for him. So if that's the case, then really the guys that I see in most direct competition when it comes to running back is going to be Dwayne Washington, 
as well as Abram Smith, because both of them are going to be core special teams talents, right? They both have the talent to be core special teamers. Dwayne Washington has been a core special teamer for the New Orleans Saints since uh, for years now. And then so you look at Abram Smith as somebody that has a former linebacker experience that understands how to see and attack, you know, holes in the offense and see and attack, um, you know, and run alleys and things like that in in uh, kick coverage. Those things, plus maybe a better contribution on offense than Dwayne Washington has been able to show over the course of his career could end up being huge for Abram Smith. So definitely a name uh, to keep an eye out on there. And finally, the fifth UDFA to keep an eye out on, certainly not the last, right? There'll be other guys like Joshua Black, of course, out of Syracuse to watch on the interior. There are a lot of guys to keep an eye out on, but I want to specifically highlight Rashid Shahid. We haven't gotten to see too much of him just yet. The electrifying return man and wide receiver from Weber State. Uh, he finished uh, his college career as the FCS all-time leader in kickoff return touchdowns with seven. He also finished up with 29.1 yards per return in career kickoff returns as well. Absolutely incredible. Finished his time with the Wildcats at 5,478 all-purpose yards. And last year was the only player when it came to uh, all Big Sky honors to get three positions of recognition, kick returner, punt returner, and then second team as a wide receiver when he finished with 700 yards and four touchdowns on just 39 receptions. Uh, but he averaged 136.6 yards receiving per game throughout the season. That's absolutely insane. So how he finds his role is going to be interesting. Do they want to reduce Deontay Hardy as a returner so that they can utilize him more at, on the offensive side? And then does that open up the door for Rashid Shahid to maybe slip into that sixth spot? As a return man or something like that, there will be some really interesting opportunities for him if he can go out there and show. He's going to have to bulk up a little bit. He's not the biggest guy, but neither is Deontay Hardy. And you saw the way that Deontay Hardy stuck his undrafted free agent rookie season and became an all pro as a returner, right? Specifically focusing mostly in that returner role. Could the same thing happen for Rashid Shahid while Hardy turns his attention to being more of an offensive weapon? So there's a lot of opportunity out there for a lot of these undrafted free agents. There's a lot of opportunity for the rookies that were drafted there as well. So we're going to break down now uh, my three camp predictions. These are just standard predictions. We're going to do bold predictions tomorrow. So I want to break down the guy whose stock is just going to rise and rise and rise. It will be seemingly unstoppable throughout training camp. We'll break that down and two other predictions as we wrap up today's episode of Locked on Saints. Let's get it, Huda Nation. Wrapping up today's episode of Locked on Saints with my three camp predictions. And I want to start this one off nice and strong. Chris Olave, the hype around the Saints lead selection in the 2022 NFL draft is going to be absolutely unstoppable by the end of training camp. His hype will be a runaway train by the end of training camp. I sincerely believe this. Now, I've been high on Chris Olave for a long time. Right. I've wanted Chris Olave to be a New Orleans Saint for two years now when I thought he was going to come out into last year's draft. And then he curiously decided to go back to Ohio State last year. And then now he ends up a New Orleans Saint after all. So it didn't end up being working out too badly. But the camp hype around Chris Olave is going to be massive by the time that it's all said and done ahead of week one. And it's going to be all about the, the fireworks, right? Jameis Winston and Chris Olave feel like they were built to play together. 
They feel like they were built to be on the field together. These two guys are going to be just absolutely insane and unstoppable. You look at what Deontay Hardy and the new and uh, Jameis Winston were able to put together last year. Deontay Hardy developing as a route runner. Chris Olave is already there, right? And Deontay Hardy has developed big time as a route runner, right? I mean, we saw him leave guys like, you know, um, Xavier Rhodes in the dust years ago, right? On a double move and things like that. But Chris Olave is a technician, the best route runner coming out of this past year's draft or this year's draft. And so that coupled with his long speed, coupled with his deep receiving ability, coupled with those very safe hands, that's going to be a huge, huge weapon for Jameis Winston. And those two are going to connect early and often throughout training camp, getting that chemistry built downfield. And with all of that, the fireworks, the show that's going to come from that, the hype around Chris Olave is going to be absolutely unstoppable by the time that training camp is over. Next up, Justin Evans will play his way into a larger role. Remember, Marcus May, we spend a lot of time focusing on Alvin Kamara's suspension, but very likely Marcus May will be suspended for the first two or three games, very likely three games of the season. His court trial is set for August, so that should wrap up and then give the NFL the couple of weeks that it needs, plus the appeals process to have that um, discipline handed down. And so it's very unlikely, as far as we can tell right now, that Marcus May is out there week one. So who's going to be the guy that shows the versatility and that can step up and be utilized next to Tyron Matthew? You might think it's going to be PJ Williams, but we're here to make predictions. I'm saying it's going to be Justin Evans. Justin Evans is going to be a valuable asset for this New Orleans Saints team in 2022. I truly believe that. And I think that he will be somebody that ends up playing himself into a larger role. Hopefully it's with the New Orleans Saints, but he's looking to revitalize his career. And so he'll do it somewhere, one way or one place or another. But his advantage is his experience being able to play further away from the line of scrimmage, but also be able to come up and be a thumper near the line of scrimmage. He is a big time hitter. He is a big time vocal leader. He is a high energy player. And those things should end up putting him on the map for a lot of folks that are going to be looking to find out who's going to be the player that steps in in place of Marcus May while Marcus May, we assume, misses games early in the season. And finally, Michael Thomas will be dominant and leave no more questions to be asked. Michael Thomas is finally going to be back on the field for the New Orleans Saints. That's the expectation. We'll see how quickly that happens during training camp. Again, I don't expect him to be out there. I'll be out there on the 27th will be the first day of training camp. I don't think that he's going to be out there that day getting in full work, right? Being full go during that time. But once he gets going, I don't think Michael Thomas is going to hold anything back. He's going to work 150%. He's going to run his reps 150%. He is going to put in work during training camp. And by the end of camp, no one's going to be asking questions. No one that's gotten the opportunity to see him, right? The national folks that aren't paying attention might because it's the narrative. But those of us that get the opportunity to see him, we won't be asking questions about if Michael Thomas is back. All we're going to be talking about is how Michael Thomas is back. And remember, him being back doesn't mean he has to break another record like he did in 2019. It could be 2016 level production, it could be 2017, 18 level of production. It doesn't have to be that 2019 record breaking 149 catch, 1700 receiving yard season. That's not what he needs to be. He just needs to be big, he needs to be imposing, and he needs to be Michael Thomas. And I think that by the end of camp, there will be no questions left to ask when it comes to that. That will be the Michael Thomas that the New Orleans Saints need. All right, y'all. So those are my three camp predictions, but now let's get bold. And tomorrow's episode, we'll go through our bold predictions. I want to hear yours, your bold training camp predictions. And I'll also give you mine, including the player that I think the New Orleans Saints 
might trade before roster cuts are all said and done and before week one gets here. We got that coming up for you on tomorrow's episode. Thank you again, as always, for making us your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget for your second listen, go and check out the Locked On NFL podcast, everything that you need around the NFL in less than 30 minutes. We appreciate you as always for being here and making me a part of your routine. If you see me, say hi. I'll see y'all tomorrow. But for everything else you need around your New Orleans Saints, in between these episodes, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how your mom and them. And trust you, that nation, I'll holla at you.